0: What's good, y'all? This is the New School Podcast. We're your hosts, Corey and Curtis. Yeah. This week, you know, um, it's a somber, a somber mood in the room right now. But you know, the show must go on. Absolutely. We took, we took a little break last week because we had some family issues. But you know, we're back and better and, than ever. And we're also I, leaving I don't in know two about weeks. better than ever. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> are going to be changing some things in about two weeks. But you know, uh, yeah, let's just get started. Uh, Tell before we get started, man.
1: This. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to continue to support us and keep up with us, you can find us at the NS Podcast on IG and at the NS Pod on Twitter. We're also on YouTube now. If you're seeing this, you're on YouTube as well. Sorry for hitting that. Uh, look up the New School Podcast. One of our videos should pop up. Unfortunately, there's another New School uh, channel out there. Yeah. They're going to pop up first, but don't click them. That's not <laughs> us. They have like 90,000 subscribers. Congrats to them. We're underneath them. We're gonna be like twelve to fifteen views, somewhere around there. Yeah, probably. Help us out, like the video, comment what you think, uh, offer any help. I know the lighting's a little weird right now. We need all the help we can get. Absolutely. And um, let's continue with the show.
0: Yeah. So um, I guess the first thing that we have to talk about is our beloved Kobe. Kobe, Kobe being Bryant. Kobe being Bryant. Um. Let's not the say greats. our beloved Kobe. What you mean, not our beloved? Yours? Are you saying I can't claim
1: Kobe? <laughs> Not like mm-hmm. how we could claim Kobe. I think that Kobe
0: been my goat. Hey, that's fair enough. Wherever you put him in the in the top ten, I've heard some wild shit. I've heard Kobe go down as far as ten, which
1: that's, is insane to that's me. Dis- well, no, n- no, that's just well. I put him in three. No, I put him in three. He put him at three. This is this is new. You what ain't you put him at three. Don't you not gonna sit up? He's looking down. <laughs> that's you are not gonna say Who'd that, have that shit, above him? huh? Who'd I have above him? Bron, you had um Kobe.
0: I always you had say Bron. Shaq. I always say Bron. And Co- I mean, Bron and Mike are always one A and one B. Look at you fumbling! Oh, it's crazy. One A one B, and then Kobe, Shaq. I, I, I flip flop. Kobe and Shaq are always. Nah, I heard
1: from. I heard some niggas had Tim Duncan over nah, him. No, 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 no. Misrespect, man. We'll get to this later.
0: But you know, for those of y'all that don't know, Kobe Bean Bryant did pass in a tragic um, helicopter accident. It was him about. It was nine people. It was nine people total. Him, his
1: 13-year-old daughter,
0: another teammate of hers. That's the part that fucks me up. And a couple, like, families that were associated with the team. It was
1: him, his daughter, um, a friend of hers, and the parents. Mm. And the two two pilots of the helicopter. So, seven people total, I think. No, I think
0: it was nine total. But, nonetheless, you know, it's a... Terrible tragedy, not just for Kobe. Like it, it really is sad to see. It, just in that situation, when you hear the circumstances, you hear why Kobe was taking helicopter so often, which which really fucked me up. When I was sitting there listening to people talk about how the only reason why he used to take helicopter so often is so he could spend more time with his kids because it would be a shorter, it'd be shorter than driving in LA traffic. That makes sense. And it would be like fifteen minutes flying in a helicopter wherever yeah. he goes. So. To hear that, and then for him to tragically die that way, it was like, damn! way. Like, the man was really just trying to be a better father while he's in the limelight, living in LA with all the traffic and everything. Like, he was just really but trying to figure it out. They said he
1: also liked the helicopters. I'm sure he did, but still, you know, you know, it's just it's, it's this the sad part. See, to me, I can I can kind of cope with Kobe passing that way in a helicopter. Mm-mm. It's like the same thing as like Paul Walker dying. In, in a vehicle like driving it's, it, if it's something that he liked to do like some people die almost it's like,
0: ironic but at the same time like yeah you know it, I, I get what you mean you know
1: what I'm saying some people die and it's just like terrible ways that they were just doing some shit that they had to do they didn't even want to be there and mm. they pass and then some people you know I don't know passing is always terrible but like I guess we like to think in our minds some ways are better than others but I really feel bad for his daughter that his daughter had to be there. The friend, the family, yeah. the pilots. Everybody who passed is terrible, but like I can kind of cope with the fact that Kobe passed away. He got he got his career, he got to live his life, had a phenomenal career. But the daughter, that's 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 really tough. Especially you know, I don't know.
0: Um I mean, I feel like with other celebrities passing, I've been able to deal with it. I've been able to just like say, you know, these types of things happen, they're regular people. Like who? Like Michael Jackson. Like
1: Nah. I just don't think he meant as much to us yet. You know what I'm saying? Like when we were when we were there, our family was like in awe yeah. that he passed.
0: But I'm saying I personally just felt like, you know, these types of things happen. When you hear Michael Jackson dies of an overdose, it's it's not like it's shocking. That was shocking. It's shocking just because somebody passed, but it's almost like you could see how that would happen. Okay. As unfortunate as that is, like, you, just knowing his history, you could see how that would happen. So, those types of things always kind of, like, uh, I could deal with. But with this one, this is the first time I've ever really felt like I can't believe it. I woke up, well, like, I I found out, I heard the news, and it's as I'm looking at it, it's like,
1: yo, this has to be a joke. It's because
0: people like him, you are just not supposed to die this young. I mean, nobody's supposed to die young, but it just didn't feel right. You like, see, and that's why I be
1: saying I might be a sociopath because <laughs> like, bro, happens to anybody any day. Like you could he could have been walking, tripped, fell, hit his head the wrong way, boom. Yeah, Dead. I'm sure it happened to somebody. People died of vending machines. I I just think that this is something that it's so, such a small chance, and then yeah. on top of it's that, how big of a person he was. And exactly. The so people are always like, yo, you never see like athletes or somebody like this die. Just in general. And it's true. I was just thinking it like a couple days before. When you think about the actual statistics of it, they say 33 out of every 250,000 people or some shit like that die in a car accident.
0: But my thought was always, all right, you have these athletes that have to fly across the country, across the world constantly. They're always on planes, always on helicopters, always in cars. You never hear people getting in tragic accidents like that.
1: Carl Anthony Towns, you got hit by a truck. right, but But you just so happen to survive. But that's what I'm saying. You're dealing with peak genetics, peak athleticism. They're probably able to survive a lot of these accidents and stuff higher. Nah, I don't think so. I think they are. I don't know. But Okay, I might be tripping, but even when I heard the helicopter shit, Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe he got out. Like if there was one person I felt I could have got out of that. I'd be like, okay, maybe an elite athlete survived that shit. I guess
0: I saw the news too late where it was already confirmed like, nah, Kobe was there Nah,
1: I saw it as soon as it popped up, and then they were trying to confirm if it was Kobe on there. Until they said that everybody passed away, mm. and then they were still trying to confirm if Kobe was on there. I was like, okay, they know who's on those helicopters before they jump on. Like, I, I caught it probably, it was
0: after it was confirmed like nobody survived, but they just weren't sure who was on there. At first, when I heard it, it was like, Kobe and three other people. It was four people total on the helicopter. Man, that's another conversation we need to have. Nine.
1: All these news organizations were fucking wrong. Yeah, and at one point they
0: said it was all his daughters. Then it was one. It it was just a mess. And that's one of those things where it's like sometimes you just gotta wait till all the information comes out. That that classic a helicopter crash. Kobe, if you could confirm, because it was probably easy to confirm that Kobe was on that uh, on that helicopter. It's a notable face. If you're flying private or something like that, the people in the air... You know who's in there. Like, you know who's in the air at that point. But all the people that were around him, that's the people that you were, like, kind of in question with.
1: But... Right. It, was, it just fucked me up. They still don't know what happened. I heard that uh they lost communications. I, I don't did. know. There's a lot of... Conf-
0: I also heard that he kind of got, like, a special clearance to fly for that day because it was foggy or something like that. There's so Bro, much information, I have
1: man. no fucking idea. I just know... That's a tough loss for yep. the world because it's it's beyond it was beyond basketball at that point. Kobe was amazing yeah. to me, top two basketball player ever, Fair. right? To me. Mm-hmm. He was our Jordan. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, <laughs> yo. And now that he's passed, this is a conversation I'm ready to start now. There's nothing Braun could do at this point for That's me. crazy. There's nothing. I'll, I watched, I'm not going to argue that today. You can't. I'm That's not, why exactly why I said it. There's nah, nothing I refuse to you can argue that me. today.
0: But I will say, it made me appreciate Kobe. It, like, I had a very deep appreciation of Kobe yesterday when I was just sitting there thinking, like, I spent my whole life hating Kobe. That's a fact. There's no reason. He as well. There's not one moment throughout my whole lifetime where as I was like. As a sports like, Yeah, as a sports fan, I was just like, yo, Kobe is killing every single team I like. Every player I like, he makes them look bad. Yeah. There's no, more. there's no, yeah. Stuff, but... <laughs> There's no reason for me to like Kobe whatsoever. I could appreciate his greatness. I could respect his game. But at, at the end of the day, on top of the fact that he was kind of an unlikable person when he was on the court.
1: I mean, yeah, if he wasn't on your team. But I'm saying, like, just... Imagine Patrick you, Beverly, but with offensive skill. Exactly. If, it's annoying, if Patrick like, Beverly
0: was one of the greatest players to ever
1: live... It would be extremely annoying.
0: You know, he'd probably want to get... People would want to punch him in the face a couple of times a year. Oh, yeah. So, then it's happened. So... Um. Yeah, it was just tough to accept, and I had to really sit there and think, like, maybe we need to stop. It makes it fun. It makes sports exciting. Don't do it. But we probably need to stop thinking about it so tribally to the point where it's like you can't appreciate greatness no. as it's going down. Incorrect. I, I truly feel like Incorrect. It's, it, it's just sad that I really didn't like, I didn't enjoy any of the moments of Kobe until he retired. Me too. When he retired and he dropped well, not, 61. That no, was too much. Huh?
1: I I ain't do all that. That's You did a little too much. What do you mean? I ain't hate him after. Oh, my, no, I hated him. <laughs> oh, I ain't hate him. Like, I really didn't appreciate Kobe
0: whatsoever. But when he dropped 61 in that final game, I was sitting there like, that's the way to go out. If there was one way I wanted to see Kobe go out, like if I'm watching LeBron retire, I want to see him put up like 25, 20, and 10. Like, that, <laughs> that'd be the equivalent for a LeBron-type game. Listen, man. But, Yeah. You know, it's just been tough,
1: man. It's been tough. I was too a Kobe hater, as well as a Tom Brady hater. I'm still a Tom Brady hater. Is if Tom Brady... Yeah, no, we don't like him. <laughs> it's the truth. Okay, we're Giants fans. But but it's the equivalent. If Tom Brady had passed, it's, it's equivalent. Like, that same, like, yo, this is a motherfucker who's cold as shit. Nobody likes him unless he's a Patriots fan. And he beat all of our teams multiple times. And he looks like he's going to continue to play. 20 years, about... It's like the same thing. And if Tom Brady died, that'd be a big fucking deal, too.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it,
0: it's almost like the difference of a LeBron and a Kobe, where Kobe's like the fierce competitor, the tactician. He beats you the same way, and you just can't stop him. Whereas LeBron's the the gifted one. And then you look at guys like Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, in the league right now. What you mean? Why are you looking at me like that? The gifted one. Like the naturally gifted, athletic This is crazy, man. I wouldn't go that far. And it's like, obviously, LeBron,
1: you know, I'm not even going to do this
0: right now. Don't do it, yeah. I'm not going to do this
1: right now. But nonetheless, Let's just ask another question, okay? Do you have a favorite memory from Kobe being Bryant or a a memory for you since you hated him? As a sports player, of course. Is there a memory that you remember that stung the most that just was like, damn, Um, I can't believe he did that?
0: Nah, <laughs>
1: I'll be real with you. Like, that's how much uh, I
0: hated Kobe. Like, I really didn't cling on to any of his moments or anything like that. I grew up an Allen Iverson fan. Right. I, that was my time. That was the player that I latched on to. But to me, Kobe, he was just a constant adversary. You saw him constantly <laughs> in the playoffs, in the finals. And, you know, you didn't want to see him. You didn't but he's see always him. there.
1: Well, I have one. I used well, when we first came to Miami, I used to be a Heat fan. Mm-hmm. Right? I was mistaken. Okay. <laughs> I saw the light later in life. I'm now a reformed Knicks fan. Mm-hmm. But when he played against the Heat and he hit that bank shot, that line drive bank shot on D Wade <laughs> to win the game. I was just like, my God, you can't. I think that game, they may have gone like 30 for 30 in the first half. Him and D Wade. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing the same thing in the second half. It comes to the final end of the game, Kobe versus D Wade. This is the matchup you want to see. That nigga splashed right <laughs> in his eye. And I was like, God bless Like, you just can't guard some people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the memories. And that and that left handed, that left handed three shot in the corner for the Mavericks. Yeah, that was that was one where I was like, okay. You that's, know what made that's watching just a little Kobe, bit different, bro. You know what made watching Kobe bearable? Pal Gasol.
0: Made it what? Made watching Kobe bearable for somebody Uh-oh. who's not a fan of him. What? Pau Gasol. Why? Because when Pau Gasol joined, Pau Gasol is so likable. Like, there's nothing. You can't dislike Pau Gasol.
1: Yeah, and that's why Pau Gasol don't play today. Pretty Everybody much. loved Pau Gasol. They love going <laughs> to play against Pau Gasol. I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when Pau Gasol joined the Lakers, I was like, you know, I could enjoy this this formation of the Lakers. I like Shaq. But the, the rifts between Shaq and Kobe really made it hard to like them as a team. Yeah. But when Powell joined, it was like, you know, maybe they're not so bad. They're still terrible. They still won way too much. <laughs> but, you know, the, at least it was a little bit better. I think that's why Braun is so likable, bro. There's so many players on the Lakers now that I think about that I love. Like, when I really think about it, if Kobe was off those teams – you know, they'd be probably some of my off time favorite teams. Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox. <laughs> These are guys that, they just gritty. I feel no. you. So, Andrew but,
1: Bynum. No, he was the <laughs> fuck out of here. On the Lakers, though? Fuck out of here, yeah. I'm just saying, man. But, Listen, man, he will be missed. But, um, how do you feel he should be remembered to the world?
0: Um, I mean, I think that it's... You can kind of remember him in two acts. I've been hearing people say this a lot, but just him as a fierce competitor, him as the player, and then him after that where he was starting to coach his daughter and, like, just really showing how to be a father. We how all to rock the deco, Huh? Yeah.
1: I, everyone rock the deco. To be honest,
0: I really thought that Gigi was going to be the person that really broke the WNBA, where people would be excited about the WNBA because I think that she would have brought that Mamba mentality, her being, like, just a straight killer. To the WNBA, where
1: yeah, it's not going to be the exciting. <laughs> I got, I got a little something to say. On the old mama mentality too. All right,
0: hold on. But I'm just saying the same way that we had hype with Bronny, and like whenever you see players who are the kids of former players, yeah, there's kind of a hype to them. And I think that there would have been a little bit of yeah, hype you around like the WNBA. Like
1: nobody cares if Scottie Pippen players on that
0: <laughs> national TV. I'm sure he's really good, but you know. I, I feel you. But I think that Gigi was really showing, like, just the way that they, the bond that they had, the way that they were showing them around the game, I think that it really would have broke the WNBA when she got there
1: at some point. I completely disagree. Oh, my God. I don't don't think there was nothing that could have saved. Nothing could save the WNBA? If Sue Bird then took over the NBA, I mean, the WNBA and is killing motherfuckers, what makes you think that she would have been the one to break it? Sue Bird is cold as shit. She's Kobe's daughter. Larry Bird's daughter? Still. No, come on daughter. now. Nobody gave a flying for who <laughs> Sue Bird was going off in the WBA. It's no disrespect. Uh, I'm just thing saying, on
0: that. Like uh, I I love Larry Bird, but I just don't think that people rock with Larry Bird like they yo, say they people do.
1: People used to love Larry people Bird. People
0: used to love Larry Bird. But I'm saying the love that we have for Kobe is different than Bird.
1: I don't know, man. I man, just don't know. You I don't know, man. I'm not I'm just not sure, yo. I, I truly believe that I don't people, think nothing will turn me on to going to ESPN three. People love the Lakers. I just I'm not don't one, think so. Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna make me turn on ESPN three? I'm not gonna lie. I
0: watched that girl, the girl from Oregon, his protege, Kobe's protege. She was playing the day. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> yeah, man. I had no idea. bro. There was some girl. There's some girl on Oregon that Kobe's been coaching and whatnot, and she's like breaking records or something. I think that she broke Gary Payton's record for most assists in a season or something like that in college. And she balled out on the night of the the actual event. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, I can sit here and watch this. Yes, what's up? Just man. because she embodied Kobe in that moment. But you in know what I moment, did see? What?
1: I saw on the internet a dude at a community college, <laughs> he dropped 81. <laughs> <laughs> yo, And he airballed his last free throw. I personally saw that. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Though. And it don't got nothing to do with them being women. I've watched women basketball. I'll be honest. I think I watch women basketball more than most, bro. If it's on TV, if it's interesting, if it's like the playoffs or some shit like that, I'll watch it.
0: I'm not going to lie. I don't watch it.
1: Okay. Ever. But that's the thing. No <laughs> yeah, one you told me. You about to break into tears. Huh? <laughs> I see you about to break into tears, bro, man. No one told me that that shit was going on. Last yeah. night, we was watching Kobe's last performance, correct? Absolutely. I ain't know nothing about a, her. I ain't watch it. You ain't watch it?
0: I couldn't get myself to do it. Wow. It's such a moment. and I just wow. I found myself sitting there like, I could watch it at another time, but right now, I don't need this.
1: No commercial breaks.
0: I, I just wanted to sit down. I got ESPN Plus. I can catch it anytime.
1: No. Wow.
0: I, I will not do that. Wow. Not tonight. I couldn't. I, I really couldn't. It was, was a beautiful there, moment, man. I was sitting there with my girl as the news broke, and I was like, Hold up, hold up, hold up. We were cooking, and she was talking, listening to music. I was like, look, I'm going to need you to shut it down. Kobe's passed away. You don't understand what that means to the world. I'm putting on the TV. (laughs) Like, I just need you to let me have this moment. And I sat there, and I watched ESPN, and I immediately, I was like. That's crazy. She didn't understand to begin with. She didn't understand. It's crazy. But immediately, I'm watching, them. like, the first thought that came to my mind is, all the people that are really close to Kobe probably can't talk right now
1: who the fuck are they going to get on ESPN right now? Brian, like, no, it was Brian Shaw on NBA TV. They had him on for almost two hours crying. I couldn't believe it. Bro. I'm,
0: si- I'm sitting there, and I'm like, the only person that I truly believed, it was Mike Wilbon and uh, and um, Jay Williams. Those are the only two people that, I'm, as I'm watching I'm like, this this just doesn't make sense. Like, we need a better way to do this. We don't need some random guy, a sports anchor, just sitting there talking, asking people questions like, what do you think Kobe's yeah. legacy will be?
1: No, that's what Rachel Nichols has been
0: doing for the past two <laughs> days, man. I'm just tired of it. I, I, if you want to have former players, if you want to have family members at the right nah. time, come up and talk about these things. If you want to play highlights, that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. I was like, I want to hear the news as y'all play all of Kobe's best
1: highlights. Because they had T Mac on the jump the next day. Mm. They had him on video from his house. He's sitting in his his basketball so court in his house. Man. Crying on I, national TV. I, I, I just don't need to see somebody like. Nah, man. You need to see it. Nah. You need to see strength. Because you need to I ain't crying. I ain't cry the entire time. Nah, but there was a few to,
0: times it almost broke me. You bro. need to see a man strong enough to cry on TV because he lost a loved one. You could tell that the love was really there for Kobe. When Tracy, when
1: Tracy McGrady was giving yeah, all that, you have started with some bullshit. <laughs> what <laughs> you mean? <laughs> I just want you to know I ain't believe a word that just came out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> when Tracy McGrady was
0: talking about Kobe, you could tell that there was a real bond.
1: Oh, 100%. When,
0: when some of the niggas that was talking, when J.A. Adande was talking, I was just like, who? J.A. Adande. He's on like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when he was going on, it's like, I'm sure that you do have a connection to Kobe, but I just now's not the time. <laughs> I, I didn't want to hear from him this I moment.
1: I didn't want to. I don't feel like it was necessary for any of them to make a statement. Yeah, like... Not the first day. No, when I tell you... It was first within hours. All, <laughs> yeah, it was. No, the minute... Within the hour. Because basketball started at 6.30 that day. Mm-hmm. 6.30, they didn't start playing the game. They literally just had... They were asking questions to Brian Shaw, because he was a teammate of Kobe's, for two and a half hours.
0: I was sitting there waiting, like, when are they going to play the Houston, the Rockets game? If that's
1: what I'll, That was going to be my next question. Do you think that it was over the top? Maybe that they should have allowed the game to just be played as opposed to just harping on.
0: I think that we could have got commentary about it. You could have been talking about Kobe. They could have had people that were just whoever was at the game, they could have just brought in people to talk about Kobe. Right. But still play the game because I don't think people wanted to sit there and watch like just random people talk Dang. about nothing, about just like random moments that don't really. Like, to be honest, it just didn't really have the effect that, I don't know. It just seemed weird. It just seemed like ESPN was capitalizing off the moment. But they, All did, of them, they like, didn't show no commercials,
1: though. I know, but I'm saying like. So they just, didn't capitalize. I give them props for that because they was definitely, they definitely covered their their tails on that one.
0: I guess more along the lines of they just wanted as many eyes on them as possible. Where the, you didn't need that stream. You didn't need those things going
1: on. But what? Else, who else is going to talk about it? I don't know. I I guess there's no right answer. I just felt felt
0: weird about it.
1: I just felt, okay, basketball, there was something on from 3.30 to 6. Kobe passed at maybe 5 o'clock. That's when the news came in. So then we were sitting just looking at the news for about an hour trying to confirm.
0: It was was actually earlier than that. I think the news came out probably... Before 2 or 3 o'clock. Really? Yeah. Because I remember I was checking my oh, phone. yeah, that's right. And I saw that I put it, I sent it to you and Darnell around 3
1: o'clock. Maybe it was 3.30 that the game yeah. came on. Regardless, there was Regardless, there was a time period between when the news broke to when the game was about to start. And it was like 30 minutes of them talking about Kobe passing. Right? Mm-hmm. After about that half hour to an hour, they sh- probably should have just turned on the game. Because it was literally, we were watching, I was watching Brian Shaw cry on national TV for almost two hours. And I'm just sitting here like, this is getting awkward, yo.
0: But you know, my girl said the realest shit. She said, but you're still watching. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Like, as much as I want to complain and sit here like, this isn't what we needed. I wanted highlights. I wanted to see shit. uh, I wanted TV to be a certain way for me, what I wanted in that moment. Yeah, what's up, at the same time, I was sitting there watching the whole stream, so. Because yeah.
1: people keep saying, like, oh, Kobe wanted the basketball to be played. Yeah, we don't know. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he would have, but, like, you know, you just can't tell people how to react to certain things. I stand by highlights. I would have loved to see some No, highlights. I think they should have played the games. And uh, to go along with that, the Clippers-Lakers game tomorrow, I know that they asked for it to be postponed, but I think they should have played the game,
0: too. I think they should have played that game.
1: I think every game should have been played.
0: Nah, I think... The only thing that I I have an issue with if you postpone those games, especially this Lakers Clippers game. I'm sure that a lot of people were looking forward to looking forward to it even more, especially since it's in LA.
1: Yeah, they said they needed more time though.
0: But I'm I'm saying like the people that bought tickets to go see that game, yeah. I'm sure that they were really hoping to go and maybe some of the people that were going to go can't go anymore because it got postponed. So, like that's unfortunate to those people where that's a moment and as unfortunate as it is, like You were about to be a part of a very special moment in the Staples Center. That's true. And now you might not be able to
1: do that. That's very true. That's true. Um, So I do think that was a little bit too far. Um, Also, people are asking him for him to become the logo. I take issue with that as well. Just off the fact that Jerry West is still alive. Yeah. Um. Jerry West is alive right now. You know, maybe we shouldn't. You know, he is the NBA's original logo. And especially after Jerry West passes, there will also be a time where people will be like, "The NBA logo just passed." You know, he's getting older. I know he's like eighty plus now. I hope all is well for him. You know, what's
0: even worse. The but fact that I think it's too soon. The fact that Jerry West is the one that scouted Kobe. Yeah. And they want to <laughs> they want to give Jerry West the boot for Kobe when I don't he scouted think it's Kobe. not like that,
1: but yeah, something. Nah, like that. man, <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. It's not that know. it's fucked up. I Light mean, felt- if Jerry West was like, okay. The he, logo is the logo. Right.
0: Like, at this point, it's not hurting anybody to keep it as Jerry West. As we get older, generations pass, people are going to... Like, 10 generations from now, when basketball is whatever it is, they floating and shit, they're not going to care <laughs> if it was Kobe or Jerry West. It should just be the NBA logo. The people that it matters Mars. to are the, are like us right now. We should just it's selfish of Kobe. us.
1: It's selfish of us to even... Maybe... you Okay, look. Maybe they an honorary logo for the rest of the season or something like that. But like the logo is the logo. Jerry West was the, uh, I guess the original star in the NBA, you know, cause it was the ABA, the NBA, Jerry West was the first. There's a reason why he's the logo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I
0: I feel weird about that one. I don't think they should change it. And look, there's no
1: wrong, there's no wrong answers to any of these questions. You feel however you want to feel. And finally, my last question about this whole thing. How do you feel about players? They're saying to retire 8-24. and 24 I saw Spencer, um Spencer He gave, gave up his jersey.
0: He, he gave up 8,
1: right? He's wearing 26 now.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that if you want to do it as a player, if you felt a special connection to Kobe, if you felt like he inspired you in any sort of way and you want to give up that number, I completely, I'm all for it. But if you wear 8 or 24 and... Or if you wear 8 or 24 because of Kobe and you want to continue anywhere but Los Angeles, I'm all for it. I don't think there's a wrong way of doing that. Right. <clears throat> but I saw that the Mavs are retiring. 24. 24. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think that it should be a Lakers thing. It should be a Staples Center thing. I don't really care if the Mavs Listen,
1: do it. Man, I understand. A, a basketball god yeah. died. Yeah. Like, this isn't. He's beyond legend. You're a god. At this point, you're one of the top five players to ever touch a basketball. He was unguardable. Your basketball got at that mm-hmm. point. You perfected it. But at the same time, I'm that that number, like 20 years from now, the kids growing up today, Kobe Bryant may not be as relevant to them. So will eight and twenty four still be unusable. Like some that, that number may be important to the next generation. For another reason. Like, what if their pops wore number eight and passed away early? They can't wear eight? Um, I guess the
0: question really is, like, what happens when we run out of numbers to retire? Because
1: at some point, it's going to happen.
0: There's going to be an iconic player that wears every number. The
1: thing is, is I, it goes by, I, I believe, like, owner to owner. So, like, based on the owner, there have been numbers that were retired. And due to a specific, like, number one draft pick coming in, they'll be like, okay, you can wear that number. Like, they, you can retire and unretire numbers all the time. Okay. They do
0: it. So, I mean, I was just wondering that just because if you retire, let's say, like, the Lakers retired 8 and 24. Right. That's two numbers out of 100 that I think they use. Like 101. You 100. can wear from double zero up to 100 or 101. One. Like no, up to 99. Up to 99. So, throughout those numbers, we're talking about two are gone right now. Probably. Shaq 32 is gone. Um, Magic. That
1: was 32 as well. But that's what I'm saying. They don't retire numbers that often. Hold on now.
0: This shot for 32? No,
1: he wore 34. On 34. Lakers. Okay.
0: So 34 is gone. 32 is gone. At some point, you run out of numbers. What Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wore.
1: I forgot. I don't know. See, but that's the point. Will Chamberlain wore what? Double zero? I forgot what he wore. Might, oh, as well just give him, <laughs> might as well just give him 100. So I, I, I just don't know. Uh-uh. I don't know, man. I'm very, I'm very, everyone's very emotional right now. I just want everyone to think logically about the situation. Yes, he passed away. But like I said, I might be a sociopath. (laughs) But like, there is a sense of reality to me that like life will honestly always continue. We will remember him for sure. He'll definitely be honored. Right. Like he is a basketball legend. People are remembering him around the world. It's but so unfortunate life will that this was always his
0: first move forward. It's so unfortunate. This is his first year of eligibility to the Hall of Fame, though.
1: Yeah, that's tough because we like, didn't get to see him give his speech
0: and all that. When you're talking about a top five player, and they don't get to walk into the Hall of Fame,
1: I don't know. I, I, I'm torn up about this, look, shit, man, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just, I just, you know, I just want everyone to just give it some time. Let's all think about this later on in a couple weeks maybe after the season cuz this is Kobe's year. This is Kobe season at this point. I might be damn near cheering for Bron this year. How
0: did you How did you feel about um Kyrie taking the day off?
1: I personally have a qualm with it because I had my I've been sports betting. I had my money on Kyrie <laughs> Irving going off that night. Really? I was like, "Okay, Kyrie you know, he him and Kobe was cool. It's his night similar with Trey Young. I was like, yo, Trey Young went crazy. I know Kyrie's gonna go for like fifty. Mm. I just needed him to score more than twenty seven points that night. And play. All I see, Kadeen one on, um, on a uh PS4. He's like, Yo, you seen you seen Kyrie just walked out? I was like, Yo, what the fuck you talking about? He just walked that, out.
0: <laughs> that's the only issue with this the situation. Mean? I have no problem because I was really thinking about it. This is the only time that people have an issue with a regular person taking a personal day. Yeah. Like a close friend, family member or something dies and they expect you to go out like Isaiah Thomas and play in a playoff game or something like that. Like, nah, the average person is going to be too torn up. They're going to be so out of it. It doesn't make sense for them to go to work. This is work. I understand why Kyrie wouldn't want to be there. I but know,
1: but he didn't have to start the game and not tell anyone. I guess he didn't tell anyone he was going to sit out and then choose to walk out afterwards. Like, I mean, Because that's then just I Kyrie. got my money
0: in the game. That's just Kyrie. That's something where everything Kyrie does is just a little
1: dramatic. And hey, man. I told you,
0: he kind of pissed me off sometimes,
1: man. Listen, it's okay. I'm not mad at you. Yes, you did. They gave me my money back in the end, but in the moment I was quite upset. Oh, they I gave you money back? Yeah, they gave him the money back because oh, okay. I guess, you know, he doesn't play. So, yeah. so in the end, grieve how you need to grieve. Chris Paul didn't play either. You know Chris Paul's my favorite player. So, grieve how you want to grieve. I'm sure Bron wouldn't have played today if they had played that game. I don't know. I'm I'm just really think. I'm
0: really thinking. He was too shook up. If the Lakers were playing and they said that the game was going to be on, if it was this Lakers-Clippers game, you telling me Kawhi and LeBron, anybody, no. like everybody plays that night. I think and Kawhi, everybody Paul out. George is gonna play,
1: but I think Bron and Kobe had a different relationship.
0: I think that everybody plays and everybody's playing their hearts out that night.
1: I'm not sure, yo. I, I can't. I can't be sure. Like, hey man, you know what? I tell grieve how you gonna grieve because if it was me personally, like you said, it's work. Somebody that was close to me passed away.
0: It's personal. That meant
1: a lot. I'm not going into work next day, yeah. but we done spent 33 minutes on Kobe, man. Yeah. Shots out to the goat. That's not enough time. We could talk about him for an entire hour, but I'm really trying to push the podcast. <laughs> you got this steak. I got this mouth. steak. I'm trying Don't to cook. <laughs> you, trying to, you trying to go to Kobe? No, nah, I'm good. We'll talk about it on the weekend. <laughs> um, I actually got a friend that has a hookup to Kobe. So if we wanted to go, we can make this happen. Could can make it happen. All right, man. Um... And more bad news. This is, honestly, this is why I didn't want to talk about none of the fun stuff. Because I really knew that we was going to talk about all this bad stuff. And we was going to find things to talk about. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, we can get through all the negatives.
1: Nah, there's too much to talk about, dog. I just can't believe this. How do we introduce the coronavirus? Um,
0: from what I know, the coronavirus is basically like the flu, right? Like, it, it's just the...
1: It, it has a, le- a less mortality rate they said than the last flu season hmm. currently
0: uh so isn't it just like a different strain of the flu basically or like it's in the same family that's why we brought you on <laughs> you so, the health specialist uh, specialist specialist <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean I, I don't really know much about this i haven't looked into it very much but i just know that they cut off um some travel from listen, china
1: listen i saw a youtube video of Wuhan, the city, mm-hmm. a guy who was living in Wuhan, and he was going to get groceries. This is a city that inhabits 11 million people. It's crazy. Right? There was, he may have seen 50 cars, maybe five people on bikes.
0: Just straight out of fear, people not trying to be outside. he was
1: trying to be outside. And maybe he saw he ran into 200 people that day, mm-hmm. just walking to the grocery store, getting his stuff, going back. He was wearing double masks. Mm-hmm. Nobody was outside. 11 million people. I
0: mean, China's really like the worst place for a virus to start out. Absolutely. Like, just the overall density of people is just the absolute worst place for it to be ground zero.
1: Well, let's just give you some stats. Right now, they say there's about a 1,000 people or so confirmed cases of the coronavirus. Last time I checked, I believe they said there was 100 deaths. No, there was more. They might have said 4,000 people had it in almost 100 deaths. Don't quote me on that. I know it's in the thousands. I know about a 50 to 100 people have passed away. I did look up who has passed away and it's been a lot of old people that they're saying. That's usually how it goes. With like I guess struggling immune systems. It's the same that. thing
0: with like the flu when the flu hit us. Yeah. The media usually like goes out and says, "Oh, everything like a lot of people are dying." And it's just stirring up some bullshit. But for the most part, the people that end up dying are either the elderly immunocompromised, and then, like, kids who just haven't been able to get vaccinated and shit like right. that. So, those are the people that usually die from those things, which is unfortunate, <clears throat> but for the most part, it's not the average person.
1: Right. But let me also give you another <coughs> Um Excuse There me. was 5 million people who have traveled out of Wuhan before the virus yeah. was, like, Into the world, Mm -hmm. so you're catching cases everywhere now. There's like 34 different countries where you've seen a case of the coronavirus, right? Mm -hmm. My question to you is, right, and this is how it's gonna make it a little bit more lighthearted if you are China, how do you control the coronavirus? You have rain to do whatever you want right now. How are you gonna put this in control? Lock it down, they already got locked down.
0: But I'm saying, like, that's all you can do. Nobody leaves, nobody comes in.
1: I don't know what's going on. My voice right now it's crazy. Good, you need some water. Yeah, my niece, nah,
0: I'm talking. To but um <laughs> uh yeah, you just lock it down. There's nothing else you can do. Um
1: yeah, I personally it. think that every country needs to come together right now. And at the airports, there needs to be a screening from from if you're coming from any part of China right now. Mm. I don't care. If you're coming <laughs> from uh, sorry, we have neighbors. If you're coming from any part of China right now, you need to be screened. For the virus immediately.
0: Well, is it the same as far as testing as the flu? Because I know the flu, even with the flu test, it's like a 50-50 shot. I know when I was working in the hospital, the doctors would specifically say, look, it's a coin flip. If I give you this test, I think you have the flu. But this test might say you don't have the flu. (laughs) And it might be wrong. I might be wrong, but majority of the time, the test is just wrong. Right. So... And it's the same thing with the um, the flu, the flu vaccine. It's a guess. Yes. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So how do we know that this coronavirus is staying where it needs to stay if we don't have an accurate way of testing? It?
1: We have no idea. I'm about to quarantine myself. Huh? I'm gonna be honest. You need to get yourself prepared. <laughs> Man, that's why, why my I voice is going out. Playing, you know? Where right. you been recently? China. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> chinese food we need to put a lockdown to asian restaurants we need to put a lockdown on asian restaurants yeah i mean but it, honestly this, this shit is shit, it's getting crazy i out feel
0: here. like every single like every three to five years there's always something that comes out whether it was swine flu but just a regular just the regular cold when they had what was it um I forgot what strain it was, but it was just wiping people out, cleaning niggas like, out. Like everybody got it that year. It was terrible. And then they were talking about the death toll was super high for for the flu. And it's like every couple of years we just get somewhere. It just sweeps across the country, sweeps across the world. Um, what was the one
1: that the Zika virus? The Zika was bad. <laughs> there's just so that many things with that the, just um, keep
0: ha- get passed around across the world. That was with mosquitoes. Niggas yeah. was
1: really fearful. But um, Ebola. Ebola was one, too. Ebola was bad. It was. I remember when that first Ebola hit hit U.S. and Texas. Yeah. I think it was two cases. The black guy died in an in a older white woman, I believe. I'm not sure. There was two cases of it. No, the black guy died. That was sad.
0: Every time it comes out, though, I'll be thinking, like, the worst of the worst. I think Walking Dead. amazing like, Because... That's the way that they talk about it. They yeah. explain it as if it's about to be the end of the world. We are going to go into a zombie ac- apocalypse. And then I think about our family and I say, we might be okay. Us? Yeah. Why? I think our family could really survive that shit. Why?
1: We got the muscle. We got the strength. Let me tell you what we lacked though. <laughs> we don't have the brains. No, I think we got the, the brains, but we just... Who's the brains? No, I don't think we have, we're have. we knowledgeable in the, the fields that we would need to be knowledgeable in. Like... Like, li- yeah, living on our own, I don't think we would do well with that. But I think that we'd be
0: skilled enough in taking shit from others that we'd be all right.
1: I don't think so. I think we I could. think we would be too nice. We'd get killed off early. I think
0: part the fuck, our- nonetheless. I think we'd also, be
1: all right. another place where I think that we would fall is our stamina. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we got a good, like, under pressure good mile and a half in each <laughs> of us. And then we'd fall the fuck out, yeah.
0: But if you can get enough distance between you, you can set yourself up, pick people off,
1: yeah, but like, Ain't hey, there some shit. Yeah,
0: we're, talking <laughs> no, about just, man. we're not even talking about taking out the the zombies. We talk about regular people, yeah. stealing their shit. But I mean,
1: that's what the apocalypse would be like. I don't know. None of us we can't cook. <laughs> One bad. thing that we have going for us is that we're just pretty unpicky in terms of eating. Like, none of us are vegan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Only thing I won't really eat is like rat. I just and think that, we shouldn't be. That's how you think get when virus. When comes
0: to shove, I think that. Our family, we would, at least the men in the family, we could hold okay. up in a fight with some other families. We would do okay. Like I don't think that you could just come across the average family and it's like, yo, push your dukes up. They're taking all of our family out.
1: You think that we could do that? I think we could.
0: I think we could hold on on with
1: most. Then we go hold on with most. Yeah. But none of us shoot. Yeah, that's true. Everything is hand to hand like if it's not hand to hand, like, we getting clapped. If we get into a shootout, it's wraps for us. Bring Kadeem. Yeah, you're right. It's funny. Khadib was actually saying the same thing. He was like, yo, I got to go get my supplies. Like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Oh, man. But yeah, coronavirus, man. That shit is scary. Be careful. You know,
0: it's pretty funny that whenever you think of conspiracy theorists, you always think of white people, but black people are the worst conspiracy conspiracy theorists. theorists. (laughs) Big conspiracy theorists. Like, yeah, you're not going to be the one with the bunker in Montana or something like that, but... I guarantee if you talk to black folks, like, they're prepared for it. Absolutely. They know what they would do if the shit would go down.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know what? I'm not and even they gonna probably speak on have it.
0: their theories on what would cause it.
1: I'm not even going to speak on it, yo. <laughs> I don't think the world is ready for that conversation yet. <laughs> yeah. But let's move on to another bad news. It's been a bad week, man. Um, Jamaica was hit with an earthquake. Excuse me. Excuse me. A magnitude of 7.7. 7. Uh,. And there are also fears of tsunami. This was also felt in, I believe, Cuba and Miami. So there's fears of, like, a tsunami on any of those coasts right now or something like that. And I believe there was another 6.6 earthquake that hit afterwards. I guess, uh, I don't know what they call that, aftershock or something like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, that happened today, right before we started recording this. So
0: it's been a bad month. I just really wonder, like, because then people point at, oh, earthquake, tsunami, global warming. But then I just wonder, like, maybe these things have been happening for a really long time. I wonder if it's really getting worse with people just constantly exaggerating it because of social media. Like, no, back in the day, worse, bro. <laughs> I think back in the day, probably less people knew about a tsunami in, like, Vietnam or something like that. Where now, the average person, you and me, who have never really cared about the weather, never looking at that shit, we're not watching the news it's just on Twitter.
1: Yeah, but I believe they were able to go like retroactively tracking like old storms and stuff like that. And it's getting worse? Yeah, they said it's getting oh, worse. shit. Right, and, and, <laughs> I mean, just honestly, like people would be like, oh, global warming, it don't exist. Uh, I'm not saying it don't no, exist. No, no, I know, but they'll say it doesn't exist. Uh, you know, there was an ice age or something like that. They'll say like everything's going to go back to normal. My thing is, it's like we've been living for what? We're going to live for about 100 years. If they're predicting things to go south by about 2,200, that's not enough time for an Ice Age to happen. To Ice Ages, they it takes like tens of thousands of years to happen. How many years have we had after Christ? After Bible written? Maybe what?
0: I'm not going to lie, you lost me. What you mean? Uh, you lost me. I, I, I heard Roxy no. yawn or something like that, and then I just lost no, focus. No, I
1: said that... In order for an ice age or something, like, for the Earth to to go backwards and, like, mm-hmm. get cold or whatever.
0: Oh, you're saying just not enough time has passed.
1: There's not enough time. If they're predicting shit to go south by 2200, right? Mm. That's, like, 180 years away. Yeah. Until the Earth is damn near in a shithole. So, it's like, that's not enough time for an ice age to happen, in my opinion. Yeah, I
0: mean... So... I don't know. I, I think that's where they lose people. I think that's just politics in general. When you lose people, it's because... Somebody always goes too extreme. When people start talking about the world's going to end in 50 years, then it's like, all right, we've been around for the past 50 years. It hasn't changed that drastically that we could say the world is going to end in 50 years. Meanwhile,
1: there is a doomsday clock that they have. There's always a doomsday clock. No, but there's a doomsday <laughs> clock for scientists. Where mm-hmm. scientists, they'll change the clock depending on like what's the likelihood, what's the, the highest chance for... A catastrophic event to happen to the earth mm. and that shit dropped by about 8 seconds and I believe seconds is years to them or whatever so it was like 120 years it was 200 seconds before I mean 200 years before that it dropped to about 120 seconds now
0: I appreciate the work they doing but it's gonna be real unfortunate when that fucking um, asteroid just comes down and take us out and like, all they planning is gone like it's possible I, there's just so much of the shit that we don't understand we try, to, we try to break it down to years or whatever It's not going to work. I think that we should just live our lives. Yeah, we should probably try and make things better while we can. We should try and improve I'm not going vegan. Yeah, I'm not going vegan either. We should try and be more efficient. Everything that we're doing, we should always be trying to improve, whether it's cars, whether it's infrastructure in general. like We should always be trying to improve as a human race. there's
1: There's improvement, but unfortunately, with- current capitalistic values that we hold in order for us to make the most money it makes sense for them to not innovate as far as maybe we need to i think you know maybe we hit a hump right now
0: as people in general but i just i know it
1: costs more money to make teslas than it does a a mustang or something like that i think
0: give it 50 years people are going to be more into tech and it's going to be back into that like information age where Everybody wants to see like when we were battling Russia to see who can get to the moon. It's going to be that with something new.
1: I don't think so. And quite frankly, I can't wait fifty years for everyone <laughs> on fucking on fucking United States to become like Arizona. Niggas walk out in Arizona and walk out walk back inside with a tan just for getting their mail. That's too extreme. I can't go there. Yeah. Well, but yeah, Nick, um, I'm huh? praying
0: for you and
1: Cuba and Miami. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's, that came off wrong. Not like that, but it's unfortunate. That's just <laughs> happening. <you know? laughs> Speaking of Miami, um, let's talk about this Bad Boys for Life, man. Yeah, you know, a must-see. Uh, a must-see movie. Uh, Bad Boys 1. I wouldn't say classic. Call classic.
0: I think Bad Boys 2 is better than Bad Boys 1.
1: Bad Boys 2 is better than Bad Boys yeah. 1. Bad Boys 1, great movie. Bad Boys 2, classic. I can't remember which one.
0: It might have been Bad Boys 2. Which one has the scene with the boob in it? Like, early in the movie? The boob? Like, a girl's tits is out.
1: Bad Boys 2? One that of the was the, that was a dead... She was dead.
0: Nah, that, Bad Boys 2, there was one where they were in the, the coroner's board. office. And then there's the white lady with the big tits. Yeah. That one, I, I don't remember that from a kid. But I remember one of the movies, it was like one of the first movies I ever saw where I saw tits... <laughs> and I was, this, nigga, this nigga went horny bro And I was like yo I love this movie this that's is my crazy, favorite movie bro. ever but yeah that's that's really the only reason why I remember Bad Boys throughout my whole childhood because that scene where they just she was laying down in the
1: bed and really? <laughs> I don't think that was a Bad Boys one that must have been Bad Boys 2 I'm not sure but either way
0: I love Bad Boys um,
1: <laughs> so now Bad Boys for Life comes out I believe Bad Boys 2 came out in like what 2008? Maybe earlier two thousand five? Two
0: thousand five. I think Bad Boys One was ninety five and then Bad Boys Two was nineteen ninety five oh two thousand five.
1: Hold on, maybe they just upscaled it for two thousand three. Okay. Bad Boys Two came out in two thousand three, so seventeen years later, Mike Lowry and I always forget Martin Lawrence's character. I don't know. I remember
0: Reggie though. Yeah, Reggie. <laughs> I always Mike remember Mike Lowry. Reggie.
1: And Martin Lawrence's character are meeting up again for Bad Boys for Life. Mm -hmm. Movie was shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's just get (laughs) let's just really get right to the Um, shits. The world has lied to us. Hundred percent. We were told that it had a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I looked it up. Did it? It was I think ninety-five or ninety-three audience score, but the critics gave it like a seventy-something percent. I thought that was too high. Um. Oh. Oh, far too high. Um. Watching that movie. I really sat there and said, this should have stopped it too. And they're too old. They're they're not selling it.
1: They did not sell it at all. Um, In the beginning scenes, you will understand why they should not have completed the movie. They were really trying to play into the whole fact, like, oh, Will Smith's character is getting old, but he shouldn't, like, he needs to grow out of it type of thing. He's past his glory
0: days kind of thing. But the
1: thing is, is like, it was like, you couldn't, he couldn't even sell it that he should be doing it. You Mm -hmm. feel me? It was like, uh, I can't I can't spoil the movie because it just came out. Oh, but like, shit. Spoiler alert.
0: Spoil the movie.
1: <laughs> fuck. All right, well, he gets shot in the movie yeah. early on, but it was almost like he got shot from the beginning. When mm-hmm. I first saw him take off in that race, they, they raised him in Martin Lawrence races. When I first saw him take off in that race, I was like, duh, that doesn't look good. Bro. Mm-hmm. Especially coming from the first bad boys, I believe, when they go on that, like, Maybe quarter mile to half mile chase. When mm. Will Smith is literally chasing a car. and somebody down. <laughs> that, he was. Booking. Booking. Like, seriously, to come from that to this, boy. I don't know. <laughs> I, it proved to me, like, this is the age where you stopped running. Yeah, I mean. I think, really, that 45, you shouldn't run no more because ever it again. looked bad. Yeah, I, It looked bad. I don't know. I I
0: think it was partially the fact that they were looking too old for the parts. And partially, I just didn't think that they sold it well as actors. No. Will Smith is going to be Will Smith regardless. I don't think that he did a particularly great job. But I don't think it's his fault. Like, the writing was awful. And Martin Lawrence was awful. Martin Lawrence was not good. <laughs> Martin Lawrence was definitely the probably the worst actor in the movie. No. Who, who was worse? Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens was not the worst in the She, movie. Was, she, she had like five... Her, Asian buddy, Hold and on. white guy, that, all useless. That's all writing. All of their parts were terrible. But I did think about this after we left. I'm sitting at home and I'm like, Martin Lawrence only spoke for like five minutes long. Like when you really think about how many speaking parts he has, he doesn't talk all that much. When he does, it's kind of like a little bit of banter with Will Smith, but for the most part, Will Smith carries the whole movie talking-wise.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what's going on with our neighbors, yo. Are you trying to shut us down? Maybe. Whatever, yo. Um, but more of the story is bad boys is bad. Um, go watch it, though. I, I fully think that you should go watch the movie. It's a close-out movie.
0: What you mean, close-out movie?
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. Maybe not. But it's the last time you'll see him and Martin Lawrence on screen together more than likely. He may make a cameo, but I think Martin Lawrence's character is finally retired. Yeah, I don't think Martin uh, the only do that again. character that they may try and maintain is Will Smith. And I really don't think that he should do that at all. Hmm. I have no words. I people are lying once again. it's similar to Captain Marvel. y'all remember the, how I was about Captain Marvel. I was on here for five weeks telling everybody that they fucking lied. About Captain Marvel, I don't care what anybody says. That movie sucked. Yeah. This one right here, not a good movie. If
0: you had to rate it, what would you give it? Four. I ten. give it a three. Um, I stand by the fact that like it was a good bad movie. Where if I saw this on Netflix, if I saw this at home TNT. on TNT or something like that, I wouldn't be mad at it. But the fact that I spent two hours in a movie theater, tons of commercials, it was fucking annoying. Yeah. We sat there for thirty minutes watching commercials when it was supposed to start, but. Um, that along with the fact that we had to drive out there and everything, it ended up being like a three and a half hour commitment for a bad movie.
1: <laughs> and the drama, they just didn't sell the drama, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I they wasn't just invested really in the story, missed this time, yeah. they really missed. But
0: clearly, the rest of the world disagrees with us. Yeah. But I think I've come to terms with the fact that maybe I'm becoming a, a, a movie snob. What, like, when it comes to TV and movies.
1: Maybe I'm becoming a little bit of a snob on this Yeah, stuff. you think you're better than us. Us? us. you right there with me. No. He says that Will Smith hasn't had a good movie since 2008, bro. I'm glad <laughs> you brought so this much. up.
0: I'm going to pull up. Can you pull up the list? Sure. Pull up the list of movies. I am willing to say that the last good movie that Will Smith had was Focus, and before that, his last good movie, which I think was okay, but most people will disagree, okay. is Men in Black 3, and that was in 2008
1: um okay we got bad boys for life that was this year trash spies in the skies we ain't seen that but it's a it's a cartoon movie i mean that's not really fair why because you can't
0: count a cartoon movie. so shark Tale don't whatsoever. count all right fair enough shark <laughs> but it has it, to hit the way shark Tale. shark
1: Tale hit uh gemini man trash absolutely aladdin his girl says it was trash she's a big disney fan bright she was not nah, she didn't say it was trash <laughs> collateral Beauty. I've never seen this movie. Um, Collateral Beauty.
0: Um, the fact that I haven't even I'm clicking heard right. anybody. I'm, no, I'm not about gonna it. let you do that. Nah.
1: It got a 6.8 on IMDb, but it got a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, bad. Probably bad. Suicide um, Squad. Bad. Hold what on. What else we got? Uh, we have Suicide Squad. Pretty bad. His character was good though. Concussion. Haven't seen it. Heard it's okay. You haven't seen it.
0: Okay. Here's my thing, though. It's a really good theme for a movie. It was necessary. I think that Concussion pushed the conversation forward as far as CTE. <laughs> but from what I've heard, Concussion is awful. I heard his accent. Everything about that movie just seems wrong. They should have got Mishra Ali. <laughs> like, I heard that that movie just doesn't... <laughs> Fit. I'm surprised you ain't say that after
1: I said Michelle Look man, I'm, I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> focus, good movie, bro. Focus is a good movie.
0: Uh but I, I said I've said it and I will say it again. I need to see it again. No, nah, focus. Because is a good I'm movie. not sure. Maybe I was just I've been misjudging it. Because before that, that was the first time I mean yeah, that was the first time I watched a Will Smith movie in a while. Okay, like man. outside of that, I could only think of maybe Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. After Earth was was Will Smith
1: in that one? After Earth was awful. That was him and his son.
0: Yeah, you're right. So I remember watching that, and that was bad. But that's the only thing I could think of. That. Men in Black 3. Men in Black 3. Bad. iRobot. And uh, what's the other apocalyptic
1: one? Seven Pounds. Nah. Um, seven Pounds is all right. I Am Legend. I Am Legend.
0: Those movies are good. Those are the things that I remember of Will Smith. But then I remember, specifically, it was a, it was a dip <laughs> from that point on. It was focused. That was the first movie that I'd seen from Will Smith in a while. And I was like, yo, this is good. I appreciate this movie. I got to watch Concussion, bro. Everything that I hear after that, awful. Suicide Squad, he did a good job in. Suicide Squad, he was good in. But that shows that he's a terrible choice of picking scripts. Okay. But that doesn't mean you're a bad actor. Look, I'm not saying he's a bad actor. There are plenty of good actors that pick bad movies. It's kind of like um, Nas with Picking Bad Beats. Look, you can be the greatest rapper of all time, but if you pick bad beats to be a part of, <laughs> yo, talk your shit, nigga. You are so, you shot for the hip on that one, but it hit though. I'm just saying, like Will Smith. It, yo, it, you muttered that. <laughs> if you're looking at his catalog of work for the past ten years, there is not one single hit. Focus is good, but it's not a hit.
1: I rest my case. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> you want some shit there that not nice shit was hot alright but let's move on let's try and you know I got this people steak. lied they, yeah they lied again and don't watch Captain Marvel either um it doesn't even have nothing to do with the Marvel Universe either uh, just a curveball
0: you heard the rumors that um Brie Larson is gonna hold out for the next uh what's it called Avengers hold until out. she's paid like the rest of the guys <laughs> I don't know. This might be a rumor. I might be completely off. I saw an article saying (laughs) Brie Larson will not be a part of the next Avengers
1: movie unless she is paid like the rest of the men. Captain. Nah, we got to look this shit up right now. Now, I I
0: just want to know how much is Scarlett Johansson paid.
1: The first thing that pops up is there is a petition to get Brie Larson out of the Captain Marvel role. (laughs) We don't even want her there. That's a fact.
0: Like that's really the one miss of Marvel.
1: The only miss. Everything else, everyone passed
0: perfectly. Even the bad movies, you kind of look past them. Like the early Iron Mans, you love them, but they're bad movies. Even Falcon,
1: Falcon, Falcon, <laughs> the character, but it's it's not the the actor, right? He he does as well of a job. They're doing everything to try and spice that character up. He's just bad the Falcon as a character is just whack yeah. on screen. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So them giving him the shield, they're trying everything <laughs> in their power. I promise you they wanted to give that shit to Bucky. Yeah, But that shit right there blew my eye again. <laughs> yeah. again.
0: As I said, I have no idea if that's true. I don't know if that's just some... Because you know, with the comic book world, these niggas is different. Like, when they don't like somebody, they are putting out all Yo. types of articles about people. So, Brie Larson has not stopped hearing it Listen, since that Captain Marvel movie.
1: I don't like Brie Larson.
0: I agree. I didn't At least know for she this particular role. Um, I didn't know she was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World.
1: She was? Yeah. She's not She's funny. like the love interest. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about some music, man. Tyler, the creator, won a Grammy. But in his... One of his speeches, not the actual speech while he was on stage. I believe they were asking him questions afterwards or mm-hmm. something. He was he was calling out the Grammys for their racism a little bit and how they're like, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. They don't really they don't really respect hip hop. And I guess
0: I'm not gonna lie. I didn't listen to his speech. I have it queued up on YouTube, but oh
1: well. I'll give you. Basically, he said that he feels like his music is a bit genre bending, which I agree. Mm. So it flows in and out of different genres. And he said that he feels like urban is the new way of saying the N word. So by them doing that, by them throwing him in urban music and hip hop, he feels like they're giving him an award just to shut them up, to shut black people uh, okay. up. So- and But he's also saying he's very appreciative that his music could be appreciated at the highest level, but at the same time, he feels like it's a backhanded award.
0: So... When I read this, the way that you wrote it, I thought it was more along the lines of he was calling out the Grammys because he felt like he shouldn't win a hip-hop award because he was genre-bending. The way that you're explaining it, it sounds more like he feels like he should have won something else no, no, because he's no. not you actually he's a he's hip-hop he's album. He's
1: appreciative of the fact that he won yeah. his award, but he does feel like some music that people so he make... Didn't,
0: he didn't want to win the hip-hop one. He wanted to hit, Probably not. He wanted to win like best pop album or something like
1: that whatever it may i don't know what he wants to win but he wanted to either win he feels like his music should have been somewhere else but he gets thrown into this this clump of what they call urban or hip-hop just because of how he looks yeah you know what i'm saying which i kind of agree with
0: i understand that um i mean i don't think that if you take it out of this realm it's not that great of an album to the average person like yeah I just think that if you're talking about the average listener, if you put it in what genre, what other genre would you put it in? You could put know. it in electronic, you can put it in pop, whatever it is. I don't think that the people who listen to that genre would say that that's the best album that came I out. I mean, this but
1: you could also say the same thing about Billie Eilish. I, look,
0: I have no words for that. I haven't listened to her music. She's I just talented know that as fuck. I-, I know that people like her music,
1: but... Yeah. She's talented as fuck, but I'm just saying, some of her music is definitely a bit genre-bending as where you don't know if it's pop, you don't know what exactly she's doing. It's just people rock with her music. Okay, I, I can see your point there. So it's like, but she won. She, like, sweeped the, the floor this year with-, with awards. So it's like, what were you winning, or what did she do different from Tyler The Creator? And maybe he didn't want to win an award like this. Maybe he wanted his first Grammy he wanted to be deserved in the right category that he felt that the music he made was actually in. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that, that's kind of the risk when you know that you look a certain way and then you make music. Nah, but it's only for black people. But I'm saying, like, when you <laughs> make music, because the same thing, like, Justin Bieber, he can make music that sounds kind of like hip-hop, and it's never, or like hip-hop and R&B, but it's never going to be an R&B album. He'll never win best R&B album. Well, will win hip-hop? Best-
1: what? Was it hip-hop or pop?
0: No, I'm saying if he makes an album that sounds like it's R&B and hip-hop infused, he won't win best hip-hop or R&B album. He'll win best pop album if people still rock with it, regardless of what it sounds like. So, That's off of his but looks. pop
1: artists, white R&B artists, mm-hmm. typically are pop, are considered mm-hmm. pop. Or It's like the Post Malone effect. Or like jazz or something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like what, was, what would Michael Buble be considered? Robin Thicke is an R and B artist, but they consider him a pop star. They didn't say he's an R and B singer, but we'll call Tyrese an R and B singer.
0: I think Robin Thicke's considered R and B. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's something to be looked into, but I, I think that you get it gets blurry when it's like guys when like there, Post Malone. Not, my fault. I had no choice. <laughs> a guy like my Post fault. Malone, where he makes R and B, hip hop. Country, rock, all those things mixed in together. And then it's like, what do you what do you consider him? And pop. then he gets thrown into pop really just because he's popular.
1: I guess, man. Uh, I don't want to harp on this too much. Got a steak to cook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because we've been talking for almost an hour now. Yeah. Uh, this is supposed to be a shorter episode. But let's talk about the Rock Nation brunch. Um, people calling this shit corny. <laughs> this shit is surprising to me.
0: A group of black men (laughs) and women gathering together and showing their excellence is corny?
1: I don't know. I have no words. I just say Chris Brown said it best. Hating outside the club, you can't get in, bro. (laughs) Seriously. I I don't know.
0: That that just sounds weird to me. Like, why would you hate on that? It's just a gathering of people who have money. Yeah. It's like Puff throws a... Well,
1: some people were upset because they weren't invited. Like, Snoop Dogg, I guess, was a little a little tight because he didn't get the invite well, hold on now snoop
0: didn't get an invite that there's guess, a problem i guess there.
1: it was legitimately rock nation affiliated people only Hmm. which at to a certain point if it's a rock nation brunch right you know what i'm saying good music could have their own brunch if they want to it's not it wasn't a black people meeting brunch it was a rock nation like there was rock nation a bunch of young rock nation artists Bunch of older guys, executives and stuff like that, all underneath the Rock Nation. Let's see if Joe
0: Budden went. If Joe Budden went, then that's, a, that's Cap.
1: Why? He's not he's not affiliated with that. Exactly. But the more of the story is, is that motherfuckers his haters, bro. Absolutely. Because any regular person who said that shit was corny, why? Honestly, why? I, I really don't get it. This shit gotta be quick. Yeah,
0: go for it. Keep what?
1: Going. I don't got nothing else for this. No, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm saying this shit gotta be quick. Did he go? Um, Hold on, that looked like a brunch fit.
0: <laughs> yeah, all his fits <laughs> it could be brunch fits. So right, I can't even argue that. Um, I don't know, but I will say from all the years that I've heard of the Rock Nation brunch, yeah, yeah, I don't think that it was ever like Rock Nation. And again,
1: Chance the Rapper was there,
0: so I I don't know. I I think that that's cap.
1: I really I I keep saying, look, if Snoop wanted to go, I'm sure nobody would have had a problem if Snoop walked. Yeah, in. Snoop, but you not show up and just. But walk you don't want to get a man to seal deal. <laughs>
0: Dog, there's not one place on this planet that Snoop can't just walk straight into. You're right. With a blunt. Yeah. Like, it I does not matter. I think he could matter. honestly
1: walk into a, a police station with a blunt in his mouth, <laughs> and they still might let him ride. Uh, I think that might be a little far. Nah, but bro. I, I think, I think he could get
0: away with it. Like, there's a select group of people that get to that status, and I think that Snoop's on that man. list. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. But he was does. upset he didn't get an invite. I mean, I
0: guess if you of that stature, at that point, it's like, yo, you ain't invite me? Like, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm not invited. I can understand that if you're Snoop.
1: That's a fact. I don't know. I don't think it's corny. I, I salute it. It was just a lot of black excellence there. Nah, like, and they were laughing at Kevin Hart's speech, too.
0: I didn't hear it, but I saw it, and it looked corny without, without sound. <laughs> nah,
1: it was pretty cold.
0: I, I'm sure it was, because I've seen him give speeches before in those he's types good, of scenarios. Man. He's good at it. But when I watched it happen,
1: he's just like, no, nah, it was, was good. Like, uh, After was he said bad. it, Jay-Z was screaming like, oh! <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that shit was good. Um, yeah. But, yeah. uh, Finally, you have any other thoughts on that? No, nah, I just think it's weird that niggas can celebrate
0: together, but then if rich niggas celebrate together with very expensive wine and right. champagne, it's corny. Uh, that right. shit doesn't make sense to me.
1: Right, right. Um, Finally, we have the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Who cares? I don't. <laughs>
0: I'll be real right G. now
1: with everything that's going on coronavirus Kobe Bryant passing who cares about football I didn't even I didn't even turn on the channel to the Pro Bowl not once did. on Sunday no I, typically I I'll click in and see what's going on and then click off I, I saw OBJ was click.
0: dancing on camera which is normal So yeah, that's whatever. normal
1: son I listened to Brian Shaw so cry for two hours as opposed <laughs> to watching the Pro Bowl
0: um I, yeah this is kind of weird it's just it's too much too much me this year i've never seen a super bowl where nobody's talking about it like nobody even espn i'm not really seeing people talk about that shit Should I even it's coming get up food? <laughs> it's coming up here and there but for the most part it's like people don't want to talk about it right now and i'm sure as we get closer when it gets to sunday people are gonna start caring about it again but as of right now all the hype like think about espn right now this is like a prime money maker for them they could just shit talk Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And for the most part, you can't go wrong. One of these teams is going to do well. Like, it's two of the best teams, well, the two best teams in the league. Yeah. You can't go wrong with your hot takes on this one, really. This is a prime time for a nigga like Stephen A. Smith. It's not working That's out right. for him. Actually, he's having a rough go at it regardless. But no, why?
1: Stephen A. Smith? Oh, no. We're not talking <laughs> about that right now.
0: Yeah, come on, man. Those punches were awful. <laughs> Chill out,
1: my dog. He's like 60.
0: Don't care. Don't get, don't put the gloves on. All
1: these MMA folk is upset because Stephen A. Smith threw a couple pu- threw a couple punches with his trainer. I, <laughs> I blame the trainer because he had the fucking glove like at his hip.
0: The MMA community is coming at him for a whole different reason. It's because he was talking his shit about somebody that the MMA community really loves. So. And that's the only reason. Listen, and they invited Vegas. the
1: man up there. They thought they was going to get clout. Oh, Stephen A going to
0: do it? Oh, bad, that, bad, bad. That's why I think they went wrong. I think they brought him on. It should have been a celebrity thing. Like, they, they were talking to The Rock. The Rock's just ringside. They ask him a question. What do you think? How you liking the fights? Who do you think is going to win? Simple questions. You can knock it out the park if you know nothing about the sport. Stephen A. Smith, they gave him the platform, and he does what he does best. Talk shit. He takes a hot take, and he said, He shot from the fucking (laughs) hip, and we love that shit. He called a man a quitter who just got his orbital broken, and niggas was not rocking with it. We love that shit. I completely understand it, because I know Stephen A. Smith.
1: Personally, I wish that he was there more (laughs) if he called more motherfuckers quitter, because that shit, I don't think they, uh, MMA is boring. Y'all made UFC one of the most violent sports boring because y'all have so much respect for each other. The best fight recently was the racist against the black dude. But there's always fights like that. Like, you leave it to the
0: fighters. You don't want to make it. Like, the last thing you need is Khabib jumping over the fucking
1: fence okay. and then coming from That, to that, was, that was too far. <laughs> that was too far. But look, what, what elevates the NBA? It's not just the issues that Westbrook may have had with Durant. It's when Stephen A., motherfuckers like Stephen A. Smith, they harp on the issue over and they ask questions. And then you create a legitimate rivalry between the two. Yeah, I think that that's
0: fair. But I think that Stephen A. Smith does that for his, like, respective sport. Just imagine, think about it from the perspective of Joe Rogan, right? Okay. Joe Rogan standing between Stephen A. Smith and another nigga that didn't know anything about MMA. Like, openly, they both said that they didn't really know much about it. So he's sitting there, he's like, why the fuck am I talking to these two guys? It's the equivalent of having Stephen A. Smith talk about the NBA with Joe Rogan standing right next to him when Joe Rogan literally says he doesn't even know when fouls
1: happen. Yeah, but Joe Rogan's not that interesting, like, of a commentator. To the MMA world, he's the most interesting. I know, but he's boring. If Stephen A. Smith was... If Stephen A. Smith is to basketball, (laughs) like, I don't know who I can compare Joe Rogan to. Like, he's a good commentator, but they're missing that that X-Factor, that... Joe Rogan is,
0: I think a lot of the guys in MMA are like, like the equivalent of Tony Romo. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where they understand the game to a whole new level and they can explain it, but they're not exactly the most entertaining guys.
1: But the thing is, Tony Romo was interesting because he's the first of his kind. He was out here predicting plays and stuff like that. So people were like, oh, oh shit. Hmm? This is new. Yeah. Because before that, the NFL was all bullshit. It was all just talking shit live on air, and that's what the MMA is missing. That's what I'm saying.
0: I I agree with you, but I'm just saying, when you have niggas jumping over fences to take people out in the stands, the last thing you need— That's a problem y'all have. And on top of that, look, you you can't sell Stephen A. Smith in everything. ESPN's running themselves into a terrible problem of Stephen A. Smith is the only talent they have, and then it's going to get to the point where when he leaves— There's not going to be nothing else. Nobody's going to watch ESPN because, excuse me,
1: excuse me. Stephen A. Smith really is the only talent they have. The only thing, and Jalen Rose for the NBA, particularly Jay Williams.
0: I heard Tony Romo's about to make more money off more money than him though.
1: He's switching. He's switching to ESPN, and he's about to be the highest paid. ESPN worker. Imagine being, imagine being Stephen A. Smith. You worked your whole life
0: like this is your career.
1: He has him on his fucking back right now. <laughs> and Tony is about to after a year or two two years? Uh, a now? couple years. Maybe like three years now. Okay two years. Whatever. Let's roll with it. That came out a uh, couple years. It's been a couple uh, years. Two to three
0: years. Tony Romo retires <laughs> and becomes a commentator and is about to become the highest paid anchor <laughs> in the whole fucking world. It's insane. Y'all, I'd be so upset. Y'all tell me what racism looked like. And, and Stephen A. Smith is sitting there like, when he got his contract, oh, record-breaking. <laughs> it was a big deal. Never seen a black man prosper like this. White man, I'm going to take that shit back
1: easily. Hey, man, it is what it is, bro. It really is what it is. How much does the Skip get paid over at Fox? I don't know. It has to be more than ESPN, because I believe him and Stephen A. were like pretty similar when they were on first take, first take, and then he got offered a bigger bag.
0: See, now that's another question we need to get into because if Skip walked away and got paid even more, because nobody really talks about the fact that Skip left and that he could be getting paid a different number. We only talk about the fact that Stephen A is the highest paid at ESPN. Yeah, right. We don't, don't know about all. the rest of the networks.
1: I'm just saying, if Stephen A was Skip's best friend and he loved doing the show with him, it must have been a sizable bag mm-hmm. that they threw at him to be like, yeah, I'm going to go dish my friend and do this show with this other black guy. <laughs> I'm serious. He probably getting a shit
0: ton of money from Fox. I mean, I've heard it many a time where Stephen A. said, hey, I love Max, but
1: skips skips my my guy. (laughs) Skips my guy. That's a fact. But, yeah, uh, this has been episode five, six. Something like that. Five, I think, of the New School Podcast. Appreciate you guys for listening. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up on iTunes iTunes, and do all the five-star shit. Appreciate you guys for listening, and peace. Peace.